You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons. This is Sydney Canty, news reporter for 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio, and you are tuned into the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Mike Nimitz. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. I want to welcome you to another brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show in the month of March. We celebrate Women's History Month, and we've also crossed the threshold for spring. Spring is here. It is officially spring, and so very happy to see it coming. Uh, we can see the leaves budding outside. We can feel the nice weather. I'm sure you all are enjoying as much as I am, especially those of us who live in the state of Michigan. So happy to see this white stuff go away, and we're so so happy to see the green stuff come back. <laughs> I know I, I know I'm in the right church. So happy to uh, be talking about spring. And it is certainly upon us. So very happy. And another great thing that uh, happens during spring is March Madness, especially with those of us who love sports, who love college basketball. Uh, definitely excited about that. Have been watching uh, college basketball at nauseum for the past few days. March Madness is here. Uh, we've just been watching games. And I have to say that I'm tuned in, especially um, this this year because of course we didn't have March Madness last year because of the pandemic things were uh, were shut off because of uh, COVID-19 uh, but now uh, some of the restrictions have been relaxed a bit and um, and sports has been able to return in um, in a uh, a new way um, an innovative way in some respects uh, so we, we have what's called the bubble in Indianapolis where uh, players are uh, being quarantined and uh, and they are uh, they're not traveling 
uh, as they normally would in other parts of the country uh, for March Madness. Everything is taking place in in the city of Indianapolis, but they are playing in different um, in different locations within the city, uh, and it's it's an interesting interesting environment. It's the first year that. Uh, I didn't do a bracket uh, for March Madness and I didn't do it because I wanted to um, enjoy uh, the sport of basketball, college basketball in a different way. I find that Michigan State Spartan, of course, and as soon as I fill out my bracket and I'm always picking Michigan State to go all the way. And when when it doesn't turn out that they do, I'm so disappointed that I I almost stopped watching uh, the, the, the the March Madness. But because I didn't uh, fill a bracket out this time around, I find myself more engaged and watching the other teams. Unfortunately, Michigan State did not make it past the playing game against UCLA. Unfortunately, but um, you know they played a great season nonetheless. You know they've they've got a long ways to go in trying to come back to prominence, but uh, much has much is you know this is this is uh, this has really been a challenging year, I should say, for uh, college sports for sports across the board, um, and uh, I applaud the athletes that are you know still dedicated and committed to whatever um they're doing in this in the world of sports in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis and um in in this you know our, our we salute you we celebrate you on today and we're celebrating the college athletes that are participating in both the the men and the women's side of uh the NCAA tournament of course we know what's been going on on the women's side with the disparities and inequities that exist with the equipment and the um the facilities for them uh the NCAA has failed in many respects uh in in what they were doing and providing for uh the women's NCAA tournament that's taking place at the same time as the men's NCAA tournament and athletes and individuals across the country are speaking out about these disparities including a decorated uh, women's basketball player and head coach for the South Carolina Gamecocks Don Staley wrote a scathing rebuke uh, of the NCAA that I want to read a portion of that for you on tonight I cannot be quiet. In a season that has been focused on justice and equality, it's disheartening that we are addressing the glaring deficiencies and inequities in the women's and men's NCAA tournament experiences for the student-athletes, but here we are. The issues here looms larger. Let's start with the NCAA at March Madness official verified Twitter account. The tagline leaves no run for misinterpretation. The official NCAA March Madness destination for all things Division I NCAA men's basketball. Those words mean one thing. March Madness is only about men's basketball. How do we explain that to our players? How can an organization that claims to care about all member institutions, student-athlete experiences, have a copyrighted term that only represents one gender? 
Next, the inequities that are circulating on social media. There's no answer that the NCAA executive leadership led by Mark Emmett can give to explain the disparities. Mark Emmert and his team point blank choose to create them. The real issue is not the weights or the swag bags. It's that they did not think or do not think that the women players deserve the same amenities of the men. What we now know is that the NCAA season-long message about togetherness and equality was about convenience and only a soundbite for the moment created after the murder of George Floyd. We cannot, as leaders of young men and women, allow Mark Emmert and his team to use us and our student-athletes at their convenience. Every team here in San Antonio has earned and deserved, at a minimum, the same level of respect as the men. All the teams here dealt with the same issues as the men's teams this season, yet the reward is different. It's sad but not unusual that the headlines for the women's tournament have turned to disparities in nightly meetings about how to try to fix what should not need to be fixed. We need Mark Emmert and his team to own this mistake and address these issues and the overarching issues that exist in our sport. Women's basketball is a popular sport whose stock and presence continues to rise on a global level. It's sad that the NCAA is not willing to recognize and invest in our growth despite its claims of togetherness and equality. We all claim we all came to San Antonio with one goal in mind. It's time for us to turn our attention to preparing our teams for that. But it's also time for the NCAA leadership to reevaluate the value they place on women. What a powerful, powerful statement coming from decorated athlete and coach Don Staley. I wanted to read that to you on tonight uh, during our Thinking Out Loud radio show. Of course, um, you know, more is coming out about this and the NCAA, I believe, is trying to fix this problem. But of course, this is also happening during Women's History Month. I mean, talk about the, you know, uh, the the blatant disregard for the significance of women, uh, you know, in this sport, and of course, during Women's History Month, and is of course also March Madness, but not just for the men, but also for the women athletes as well. And um, <clears throat> we just wanted to share that with you, and uh, we hope that. Uh, these inequities are going to be addressed. I understand that they are being addressed and dealt with, uh, but we wanted to share that information with you during tonight's show. As we continue our Women's of Influence series on tonight, we have a very good friend of mine on the show. Uh, we talked to her, and she's going to be sharing her interview. We'll be sharing her interview in just a few minutes. Um, she is uh, a news reporter for 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio, celebrating her six months on the job, brand new to news reporting. But uh, she has some great experiences and insights into the profession that I'm sure you're going to enjoy plus a hilarious story about her first time in the field her name is Sydney Canty 21 news reporter for Youngstown Ohio so happy to have had her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show and so happy to share her interview with you on tonight 
and that's the kind of show that we have guys uh, everybody is somebody here on the thinking out loud radio show uh, i think everybody's story is significant Everybody has something to share. Everyone has something to bring to the table. And that's why I'm just so very happy and humbled and honored to have this brilliant and talented young lady with us on tonight. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. Uh, we have a great time on uh, our lives every Tuesday at 9.30. We look forward to chopping it up with you about the show as well as the week's hot topics. So uh, we look forward to seeing you on tonight. Uh, know the show is available all day on Tuesday now. So I hope you're able to listen to the show and then uh, catch up with us uh, when we come on live on Instagram at 9.30 for the after show. The show after the show. We look forward to chopping it up with everybody on there. We had a great time last week and uh, we're going to continue to do these because uh, I think it's a great way to engage our listeners. Uh, again, the show is pre-recorded, so we don't really have an opportunity to uh, interact and engage with our listeners. So this is a great way uh, to do that on Instagram. So follow us at TOL Radio Host MSN and that way you're able to participate in our weekly lives on Instagram. Also remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. And also tonight, guys, we've got a great thought of the week from one of the greatest poets to ever live and one of the greatest kings to ever live, King Solomon, talking about the virtuous woman. Guys, we're going to be sharing with you uh, that scripture from Proverbs 31 uh, at the end of tonight's show. I'm telling you, it is a powerful. Powerful, powerful thought of the week. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our first break of the night. But when we come back, we're getting right into our interview with 21 News reporter Sydney Cannon. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now, available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jamel Hill, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with my man, Michael Nimitz. Stay live. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.
told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95, or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. If you believe in social justice, if you believe that black lives matter, if you believe that voting will bring about a change in November, if you believe that Jesus Christ is king, then you need to be listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm radio host Michael Nemens, and if all of your answers are yes, then you need to join me Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available everywhere you listen to your podcast, including michaelnemons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. everyone, this is jazz saxophonist Jasmine Jen, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with your host, Michael Nimmons. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. All right, guys, we are back on another great edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, guys, we're celebrating Women's History Month with another great guest. The month just continues to get better and better and better. But before we jump into this interview on tonight, I want to give her a proper introduction. She's a native Detroiter, and she left the Motor City when she found an opportunity to live out her dream as a news reporter for, 20, uh, for 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio. She graduated from Wayne State University, Go Warriors, with a Bachelor's of Arts in Journalism, and she's worked in Communications Department of Greater Grace Temple, a mega church in Detroit, Michigan, and she attended, that she's attended for 13 years. Uh, she was also a part of the announcer's ministry there uh, called News at Grace, giving her her first small start informing the public. When she's not uh, busy gathering news, she enjoys spending time with loved ones 
catching up on her favorite shows and eating good food. I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show. Welcome to new friend of the show, but good friend of ours, a uh, 21 news reporter in Youngstown, Ohio. My good friend, uh, Miss Sydney Canty. Welcome to the thinking out loud radio show, Sydney. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Absolutely. We're so happy to have you. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, we have to give all of our guests a, a, a round of applause. It makes them feel uh, feel like they're welcome. So you are definitely welcome here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. I appreciate the applause. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, guys, when, um, you know, I've known Sydney for a long time, uh, and, uh, she's grown up and, uh, just a bright and intelligent young lady. Uh, she's a news reporter, uh, for, uh, Youngstown, Ohio, living out her dream. She just celebrated her six month anniversary guys. So tell us about what it's like being a news reporter. It's amazing. It is amazing. I love it so much. I knew um, when I got into college that I wanted to be a news reporter. My mom actually kind of was like, you know what, Sydney? You, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I got to college. She was like, you know what? You speak well, you write well, and you talk a lot. Go into communications, and then maybe you'll find something that you like to do. And I got there, and, and I went through. Um, I took a few journalism classes, and I loved it. And so in college, I was like, I am going to be a news reporter. And I did everything that I could to reach that goal. And, you know, I'm here now and it's just, it's really amazing. God is so amazing. I prayed and cried and fasted and worked hard for this and I'm finally here and it's just all glory to God, all glory to God, nothing to do with me. It's all him. It's amazing. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can see it all over your face. You just, you're glowing, you know, <laughs> it, it, this is what it's, this, this is what it's like guys living out your dream. Uh, and again, I've known Sydney for quite some time and uh, this is something that she's been dreaming about talking about forever. So, um, you know, this, congratulations to you uh, first for being able to, you know, fulfill your dream. A lot of people don't get that opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, that's just called God's favor, God, God's grace and his favor. But, you know, come with a lot of faith, a lot of hard work and, and some training, a degree. I mean, it took some time. And I'm just I'm so grateful to be here, Pastor Mike. I'm so grateful. Right. Absolutely. And and you're just getting your feet wet. We know that. Um, uh, but but, you know, tell us tell us what it's like to give us an idea what what a day's like for uh for Sydney Canty as a news reporter for 2021 20, Youngstown Ohio News. Okay, a day in the life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Some days are more challenging than others but they are all very rewarding. I don't, there's not a day that I walk into that newsroom and don't learn something. When I get in there, when my shift starts, you know, I'm assigned my story and immediately, you know, I'm on go. I have to interview this person. I have to interview that person. I need to figure out what exactly is the angle of my story. I have to ask the right kinds of questions to get the right kinds of answers. And then I have to go out and get good B-roll, you know, so that when that, when I'm explaining the story, 
my viewers can see good visuals at the same time. You know, I have to be confident in my reporting so that my reporters, I mean, my reporters, my viewers <laughs> can believe what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I have to believe in myself. So they believe in what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And I got to get back to the station after I've gone out to get the interviews and the B-roll and I got to type the story up and I got to figure out how to ask. I sit there and I ask God and I say, Lord, how would you write this story? Help me to write this story and to tell this story the way that you would do it. And then he just starts to kind of download stuff into me and I just get to type in and, you know, and before I know it, the story's written and then I'm up into the studio, voicing the whole story. I get back to my seat and edit the whole thing. I mean, drop the, the B-roll over the voiceovers, try to get a little fancy with the story, the graphics, the visuals, you know, and I just, I, I learn something every single day. There are some days where you have those really sad stories where there's a murder or a shooting, a fire, and you have to cover that and you have to cover that with emotion, but you also have to have enough control to not you know, cry on the camera to not show too much to report objectively. Um, you know, you want to sometimes report angrily when you find out that some man killed a child, but you can't do that. You have to report, you know, objectively and you have to gain control of how you think and how you feel and how you tell the story. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a major, major learning experience. Pastor Mike, every day, I'm not even exaggerating every day. I learn something at the station every day. I mean, it's, it's truly amazing. Wow. Wow. Just listening to you was giving me chills, you know. <laughs> wow. It is amazing. It's amazing. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with a uh, news reporter from 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio, my good friend, Sydney Canty. She's on with us on Women's History Month and we're celebrating with her six months on the job. Uh, congratulations to you. She's just been sharing with us, uh, you know, the day in the life of a new reporter uh, for um, uh, for 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio. And, you know, just listening to you, it sounds like you are, I mean, you do it all. You write the story. You, uh, I don't know, do you shoot the story? I do. I do. You shoot the story? <laughs> You edit the story. I do. You, and, and you and you report the story. Wow. <laughs> guys, I didn't know we we're talking to a super reporter right here, guys. I mean, she does it all. Yeah. She does it all. She's a one woman show. I mean, this gives new uh new meaning to women's history month. She does it all, guys. Wow. <laughs> Well, let me give you an applause on behalf of, <laughs> on behalf of everybody at the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so did you learn that on the job or did you learn that, you know, before you got hired or, you know, you got to give us a little insight into, into where'd you pick up all of these different skills? Okay. Okay. So let me give you a little backstory here. Um, so I remember back when I was working at Greater Grace, actually. I, not only did I attend the church and was on the announcements ministry, I also worked there in the communications department. Right. Um, and I worked up under Miss Dana Felton and Miss uh, Nietzsche Dumas. And up under them, I had to learn, you know, the newsletters and how to send the text out and, you know, kind of how to write stuff that I need to be writing. And um, one day they had Bishop sponsored an event, Bishop Ellis, um, my bishop, love him, sponsored, um, he, he, he put on this event um, this, this protest that happened last June, I believe. And it was like a peaceful protest for George Floyd. And they were right. walking from Hazel park to, to Wayne state. I don't know. Did you ever hear about that? Pastor Mike? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what they were doing. And I went there. Um, I was working that day for the church, but I also was like, you know what? I'm still trying to, you know, break into the journalism field here. Maybe I could go while I'm working and cover this story as well. So I went there with my iPhone and I, I, I used to tell Buddy, you know, Buddy is uh, Bishop's son for all y'all who don't know. Um, I used to tell Buddy, me and Buddy are close. I used to sit in his office and tell him, I want to do this, but I don't have the equipment to do it. I can't just walk into somebody's news station and say, hey, hire me. I can do this. I have have to put together a real, a video resume of me doing the job. And exactly. I used to say, you know, I used to try to run out and shoot the stuff, but I didn't have a, a microphone. So my sound would be bad. And buddy was like, you know, he gave me one of the church microphones, you know, he supported me. He gave me one of the church microphones. He said, use this for your stories. That day I went and I used that microphone and I ran around with him and my best friend at that, um, at that protest, the governor was there and the mayor was there. I didn't know that the governor was there at first. I ran up to the mayor to try to get an interview with him. And Buddy was like, you know, the governor's here. You know, maybe you you could see if she'll give you an interview. And I said, you know what? That's a long shot, but I, why not? I would try. So I ran up to her. I, I threw my purse to Buddy or my best friend. One of them grabbed it. And I said, I need to interview this woman. They were holding the camera for me. My best friend was holding the camera. Buddy was holding my purse. And um, I just walked up to the governor and I said, governor, do you think that I could, you know, interview you really quickly just on why you're here? And she said, oh yeah, sure. She was so nice. I love governor Gretchen Whitmer. She's amazing. She said, right. I said, governor, you know, what does it mean to you to be here, you know, and to be, you know, a part of this protest? And she said, you know, our country are hurting and, you know, people of color are hurting. So I think that it's important for me to be here and to represent and support them. And, you know, so I took that, I was recording the, 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 the whole shebang, you know, the entire event I recorded. I got interviews from um, Presbyterian leaders there. I interviewed the governor and, you know, I just kind of recorded the thing. I did a voiceover with my iPhone uh, using the voice memos thing. I did voiceovers. I wrote a story out. I voiced it. I used all that B-roll that I shot of the thing. And I put in my um, interview with the governor. I edited it all together on R Premiere Rush on my phone. And I sent it into the station that I work at now. And that literally that same day they got back to me and was like, let's interview. And <laughs> so that's how I, I literally had to learn it on my own. I went to college to learn journalism, but I think I only only a few times I was out in the field doing um, a, a full news story. It's called a package. So I was out doing packages a couple of times in college, but not a whole lot. So when I got out of college, I still had to learn the right stuff and to get the good shots and, you know, things like that. And so I put that together and, and, I, and I sent that in. And my mentor, Carolyn Clifford, she helped me so much with that. You know, she was telling me, get in these people's faces, be confident, run out there and, and get the shots that you need. You know what I mean? Talk to the to big to the big movers and shakers in the city like like the governor you know what i mean so you know she really held my hand and just kind of walked me how to do it. it was like a it was a team effort you know what i mean it was the church that was, that allowed me to be in the communications department it allowed me to be a part of news at grace it was buddy giving me the equipment i needed and, and the push i needed on that day to go and talk to the governor it was right. carolyn who told me how to do it you know what people are are the good ones to talk to how to make your story interesting to move around in your stand-ups um that means when you're talking on camera as a reporter and to not just stand there because anybody can do that. You know what I mean? It was a team effort and I had, it was a village that helped me get to where I am right now. And I'm, I mean, just wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, absolutely. That is the, that is the word for, for that. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, I know you are enjoying our interview with news reporter, Sydney Canny for 21 news, Youngstown, Ohio. We want to take a quick break, but when we come back, we want to get into more of my conversation with this brilliant and talented young lady, Sydney Canny news reporter with 21 news 
uh, Youngstown, Ohio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Hi, this is Martin Luther King III, and you're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio host Michael Nimmons. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Demiri Graphics. In need of a local design for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. Need flyers, business cards, t-shirts, or website for your business, then check out Demiri Graphics. The people at Demiri Graphics will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional, creative, courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at Demiri Graphics. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. Demiri Graphics, bringing your imagination to life. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. The people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts. 
polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. guys we are back from our first break of the night and uh we were just chopping it up with my good friend sydney canty news reporter for 21 news in youngstown ohio so happy to have her as a guest uh during women's history month and uh just listening to her talk about her job and her career actually and um and all of the things that um that 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 she's done and is doing one thing that really stood out to me was her boldness she talked a lot about um you know the team that that she had around her but it was her boldness to actually step out there and do what she had in her mind to do because really that's what it takes it takes courage it takes boldness it takes faith it takes all of those things uh to make your dreams uh uh to make your dreams happen and to make those things possible so um you know hats off to you obviously for uh taking that step and because because a lot of people don't do it i mean you have a I, I was, you know, there's a saying that I heard some time ago. There's three kinds of people. There's uh the, there's a person that, that, that makes things happen. Uh, and then there's a person that, that, um, you know, watches things happen. And then the next, the last person is the person that says what happened. And you're obviously that person that makes things happen. You know, how, how does it feel to, 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 to be that bold and have that kind of courage? It, and in the moment doing it, it didn't feel all that great. It was terrifying in the moment. But right now, you know, I look back and I'm just, I'm happy that, you know, I was confident. You know, the, the word of the Lord says to, um, he commands us to be strong and courageous. You know what I right. mean? So I kind of have to live by that word. And I kind of, I have to live by that word. You know what I mean? And so I, it's, I'm human. Sometimes I get terrified, but, you know, I'm glad. You know, I feel like that you should do some things that terrify you because they will push you and get you to where you need to be. And I'm literally a witness of that. You know, I was, um, you know, my mentor is Carolyn Clifford. I'm not sure if I said this while we were, you know, on air or anything, but Carolyn Clifford, the anchor at WXYZ channel seven in Detroit, Michigan, this beautiful, amazing, wonderful woman who gave me a chance. She walked into greater grace one day, greater grace temple, my church, um, where she was doing a story on the Detroit youth choir. Um, buddy who I spoke about earlier actually told me like, Carolyn Clifford's downstairs. Maybe you should go and talk to her. You know what I mean? And I was terrified to do it, but I went downstairs anyway, and I just ran up to her and I said, Hey, Carolyn, I want to be where you are. I want to, I want to do what you're doing. Help me. How do I get there? And she was just the kindest person. I mean, she didn't even know me and she here, take down my cell phone number. I want you to come shadow me at work this week. This is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to change. Show me any of the videos that you have of yourself reporting. We're going to change your image a little bit. You know what I mean? I had, I was one of those girls who still had that real long, big wavy weave. That's not okay for on air TV. Sometimes, you know, I used to have a real long coffin nails that were real bold colors. That was also not okay for TV because it's distracting. Not that it's not beautiful, but it's distracting. And when I'm on on TV, the only thing that the viewer should be focused on is my story, not, not my nails, you know? So, um, you know, she groomed me. She took me in. She didn't even know me. She took me in and she groomed me and she helped me. She critiqued me. She loved on me. She encouraged me. And I will always 
always be grateful to her. I love her so much. I would do anything for her. She helped me get to where I am. She helped me tremendously to get to where I am right now today. And I mean, I feel like I really, I owe that woman everything. Oh, you know, I owe Jesus everything, but you know what I mean? I owe that woman big time. I love Carolyn Clifford. Love her. Right. Right. And, and, um, I told you that we had the opportunity to interview her on the thinking out loud radio show a few years ago. And, um, she is definitely a, uh, very personable person. She is a fellow Spartan. So her and I have that in common Michigan state. Uh, but, you know, she was on the show uh, during the um, the National Association of Black Journalists was in the city of Detroit a few years ago. And um, and so she was gracious and kind enough uh, to give us an interview and to talk about being a journalist uh, in the city of Detroit um, and to also talk about, you know, some of the things that might have been going on nationally with president or former president Donald Trump and how it seemed to be the he seemed to be uh, such a, you know, uh, visceral enemy of the press. And, uh, and, but she was a consummate professional. She said, we have to do our job. We have to stay professional. We can't worry about those things that happen in politics. We've got to continue to do our job. So I hats off to her. Of course, uh, she is definitely, um, I concur with you that she's definitely, uh, someone that, uh, to be looked up to. In fact, you, you took the, the next question right out of my, my hand, you know, who are, you know, who, you know, is women's history month, who is that person or who are the women that inspire you? So obviously Carolyn Clifford is one of those individuals. Are there any other women that inspire you uh, during this, as we celebrate women's history month? Absolutely. In addition to my wonderful, wonderful mentor, Ms. Carolyn Clifford, there are, uh, you know, a number of women who inspire me. My mother inspires me, you know, she is a courageous, faithful woman of God. She, I mean, God is, is that, that foundation, you know what I mean? That comes first. That's before everything else. You know what I mean? He comes before this job, before anything, you know what I mean? So she, I mean, just looking at her and watching, you know, how she raised me and just watching her while I'm growing up. I mean, she inspires me to be better. She inspires me to have a good relationship with my father in heaven. And, you know, she is just, she inspires me to be kind, you know, to be selfless because she is those things. And she's just, my mom is amazing. She's always, always in such a good mood, always so upbeat, always so encouraging. And so she, you know, inspires me to be that way. You know what I mean? And um, my sister, my younger sister, her name is Jojo Canty. Um, oh, I don't know if I said my mother's name is Arnita Canty, but my sister's name is Jojo Canty. My sister inspires me. She is a young priest from Detroit as well. And, um, you know, she is, she inspires me to stay on the right path in life. You know what I mean? To, 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 to remain the righteousness of God. You know what I mean? She is, I mean, powerful, very powerful. If I want to, if I feel like getting down on myself, Jordy does not have any sympathy whatsoever. She going to say, no, you need to get up. We don't have time for any of that. Get up and walk. Remember who you are in Christ. You know what I mean? You are strong and you are powerful and you know, you're victorious and the devil wants you to think this, but you're not that. And I mean, my sister is very, very, very strong, very encouraging, very, she has, she has a good head on her shoulders, a good head on her shoulders. And she, she, she also inspires me. And then also I think every single black woman who reached their goal of becoming an on-air journalist inspires me. 
you know, I had to see it somewhere first I, before I even, you know, knew what a, what a, what a journalist was, what a news anchor was, what a news reporter was. I had to see it somewhere. And when I was able to grow up and see people on TV who look like me, I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's inspiring. And, you know, I like, like I said, I didn't know that I wanted to be a reporter until I got to college, but I had been seeing, you know, black women on, on TV for a long time, you know, Carmen Harlan and, um, you know, people like that. I've been seeing them on TV, black women who look like me on TV in anchor positions and reporter positions for a long time. You know, Miss Rhonda Douglas, Miss Carolyn Clifford, Miss Glenda Lewis, you know, I've been seeing them on TV for years. And then when I finally get to college and I decide, hmm, I figure out, hmm, I'm good in communications. I'm good at journalism. I'm good at writing. I'm, I speak well. You know what I mean? I have the personality for this kind of thing. I can do this. And you know what? There's several women on my TV screen every day at six o'clock that, 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 you know, that shows me I can do it because they look like me and they did it. You know what I mean? So every black woman, every black journalist who, who is on air and, and doing their thing is inspirational to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I've enjoyed our conversation with my good friend, Sydney Canty, news reporter for 21 News in Youngstown, Ohio. So happy to have her with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, she's been sharing with us. Uh, just, um, you know, the women in her life that have inspired her. I concur with everything that she said. We certainly celebrate all the women, not just news reporters, but, uh, you know, any woman that uh, desires to or, or has aspired to uh, reach their dreams and their goals and have done so, uh, you know, our hats are off to you. Congratulations to you. Um, you know, in listening to you talk about, uh, the women in your life that inspire you, um, you know, uh, again, there are so many people, the, 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 the phrase that comes to mind, it takes a village to raise a child. And of course, you know, uh, you have a lot of people to, uh, to, to bestow thanks upon because of where you are. Um, as a news reporter, though, as a news reporter, uh, freshman news reporter for 21 News, uh, tell us about some of your most memorable moments. Uh, I know it's just been six months, but you know, uh, it's, I'm sure you've, you've got uh, some stories to share with our listeners uh, on what you have experienced as a new reporter for 21 news in Youngstown, Ohio. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. Where do I start? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things that makes the job so amazing is, uh, all of my coworkers and my bosses, there is not one person at my job that I dislike. Everybody's amazing. Everybody's helpful. Everybody's well, I'm patient. sure everybody everybody's likes cool. you too. So <laughs> yes. yeah, like everybody, you know, it's, it's, it's a great atmosphere to be in. So when I tell you this story that I'm getting ready to tell you, just know that they showed me grace because they were patient with me and they were kind to me and helped me to grow as instead of, you know, knocking me down when I made a mistake. <laughs> so mistakes. So <laughs> I had got to the station and my first day was September 1st. And for the first month, they just had me, you know, practicing with the camera, learning how to use the camera and, you know, writing, um, short stories, not full blown packages, like full blown news stories, but just little short 30 second stories that could air, um, if the writing was, was good enough. Um, but one day on September 30th, I believe it was 
Mm, no, maybe it was about, no, it wasn't. September 30th was the first time I had a story that aired on TV, but mm. we go go maybe two weeks. Okay. So maybe it was about September 14th, something, somewhere around there, September 9th, somewhere around there, nine, somewhere between nine and the 14th. Okay. They sent me out on my first like story, like real story that they wanted me to, to put together, to put in the news, but it wouldn't be a story that I was in. It was just a story that I would write and, and it would be B-roll and that's it. It was like a horse something it was it was something at a campfield fair where kids get on horses and they and they just kind of trot around the thing and i was supposed to just get shots of that happening i'm excited pastor mike i'm excited okay i'm like okay they're trusting me they throw me out there to do my thing this is the first story they send me on i'm ready i get in the 21 news car and i take all my equipment with me the camera the tripod microphone all of that and i'm on my way to the campfield fair I get inside the Canfield Fair. I see the horses. I see the kids. I'm excited. I'm like, Lord, this is about to be great. I'm about to show them what I can do. I'm about to show them why they hired me. Okay. I pull out my tripod to get my first interview and my camera's not coming on. So I said, what's wrong with this thing? I've been trying to use this thing for the last week and a half, two weeks. I don't know how to turn it on at the very least. Pastor Mike, guess what? I left the battery (laughs) at the station. (laughs) I left the camera battery at the station. I cannot do anything at this point. There's no way that I could substitute this. You cannot shoot any B-roll or any interviews or anything without a camera battery. I'm terrified at this point. I'm like, I'm going to miss the story. I have to hurry up and get that camera battery. I speed. I get back in the 20 news car and I speed. I'm going very fast, very, very fast. Speeding back to the station. It's at least a 25 minute ride. And I am flying. I mean, flying down the highways, down the little side streets, flying, trying to get back. I get in back Ohio. I get the camera in Ohio. Okay. So, you know, you know, you know yeah, that I got yeah. reprimanded. Uh-huh. So I, um, I grab the camera battery, get back to the station. I grab the camera battery and I get back in the 20 news car and I speed as fast as I can back to the Canfield Fair. I mean, I'm going really, really fast. And well, maybe not as fast as I can, but it was real fast. Okay. It was real fast. Okay. I speed back to the Canfield Fair. I get there and I see that the horses are leaving. So now I feel defeated in this moment. I feel great. I'm like, how am I going to tell them that the first story they sent me out on, I missed it. Right. Luckily, Something happened where they was doing another thing, another event with the horses in another hour, but it was just, it was with the little kids, like not, not with the, the teenagers that I was supposed to give. So I'm like, you know what? This is better than nothing. I'm going to stay here for an hour and I'm going to get this doggone, you know, this doggone event. So, um, while I'm waiting around, I'm like, well, I can get the interviews now. And then when the event starts, I can shoot the event and then I can be on my way back to the station. Right. I, get, I try to get an interview with this woman, with the, the woman, the organizer of the event. And I put the camera on the tripod this time, battery in, I'm feeling good. And the tripod snaps. I mean, it just breaks. So I said, Jesus. Oh my God. So I was like, how, you know, the, the camera has to sit on the tripod for all your video to be steady. I can't hold it in my hand. Cause my hands are going to be shaking. You know what I mean? So I'm freaking out now. I had to somehow, um, um, Lord, what's the word I'm looking for? I had to somehow kind of prop the tripod up so that it could hold my camera and shoot the video that I needed it to shoot. So now I'm dragging this broken tripod around this dirt road with all these little horses and these children trying to get these shots and it's a mess, it's a disaster. And it's hot, Pastor Mike, it is hot. So I'm sweating, okay? I finally get my interview that I need. 
And next thing I know, I have to do, I try to do a stand-up. They tell me, why are you out there? Just try to practice doing stand-up. A stand-up is when a reporter is talking on camera for about 15 seconds, you know, talking about the story. So I tried to do one of those. I tried to get creative with my stand-up. So guess what I did, Pastor Mike? I decided to go get one of the horses and, and, and do my stand-up with the horse. I, was, I had the microphone in my hand, and the horse was next to me. And I was going to say, the horse's name was Gallant. I was going to say, horses like Gallant here can something, something. I don't remember what the whole statement was. So when I stick my hand out to say horses like Gallant, Gallant thinks my finger is a carrot or something because he starts to chomp on it. I mean, he's biting my finger and it's hurting so much. So I have to stop in the middle and I'm like, oh, he's biting me. He's biting me. And they're like, oh no, Gallant, open up, open. He's, I mean, he's biting hard. They're trying to pry his mouth open. He's biting my finger harder. So I'm terrified at this point and I'm praying in my head that he does not break my finger or bite it off. I'm terrified. Okay, this, I mean, it's going horribly, okay? They finally pry his mouth open, and when I yank my finger out of his mouth, there's skin hanging, and it's just bad. It's bad, okay? But I pushed through it. I said, you know what? I don't care what I'm going through. This is the first story they put me on. I'm not going back without, without some video. You know what I mean? So push through the pain. I'm shooting the rest of the fair, and um, when I get finally finished shooting everything, I'm walking back to my vehicle, the 21 News vehicle, and I get a, I get a phone call you know, from my station. And they say, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, Oh, it's, it's going. I got the video. I needed. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, when you come back you need to take it slow because, um, the police chief of Youngstown just called our station saying that a 21 news car was speeding through the Campfield fair. And they knew it was me. Cause I'm the only one they sent out there. So <laughs> now I'm terrible. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Am I going to get fired? Those are the thoughts that's going through my head. I'm praying. I'm like, God, please don't let them fire me. Please don't let them fire me. I just started this job. I just didn't want to miss the story. Pastor Mike, it's a disaster. So now I'm this this ride back to the station is the longest, scariest <laughs> ride <laughs> because I'm thinking they're getting ready to fire me. I'm scared, Pastor Mike. My thumb hurting. Okay, I'm hot and I'm scared. Okay, this is it's just a terrible situation. I get back to the station. And, you know, what? the assistant news director, I love her so much. She's so awesome. She was very understanding. I mean, she didn't, I, I thought that this was going to be bad, but no, she was just, this doesn't look good. You know, our first time sending you out and you, you, you know, getting speeding tickets almost and getting your finger bit by animals. And so she said, it doesn't look good. It just doesn't. She's like, but you know, use it as a learning experience. And then she said, first of all, what were you even doing that close to the horse? You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, it was just, oh my goodness, to this day, I can't stand horses. And it was just, I mean, wow, it was just, it was, a, it was definitely a, um, it was an experience. But at the end of the day, I wrote the story out. I got the shots in there and it aired and, and we were all good. It was all good. But that, that day was something. Lord have mercy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've said that enough uh, during this interview, <laughs> but Wow. Oh my God, that was some kind of story. Oh my God. <laughs> the first time out, and that's how it went. I was, I was looking, I said, God, you and I are better than this. Things like this don't happen to me. That's what I started. I said, God, come on. I had to go cry for a little bit. It was just that bad. I had to call my bishop. It was bad. It was just bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Guys, I know you enjoyed our interview with 21 News reporter Sydney Canty on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I am. I mean, God, that is some kind of story. <laughs> that is some kind of story. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get more into our interview 
with Sydney Canty, 21 News reporter. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Award-winning journalist, Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. All we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader, Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that she's not going to be the ones who stopped uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. The black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar, L.H. Welchel, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, That's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
keep it locked. All right, we got we are back, and um, I have been enjoying my interview with 21 News reporter Sydney Canty for Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, you, as you know, before the break, she told us a tremendously funny story about her first news uh, news job at uh, 21 News, and I'm telling you guys, that is hilarious. But she persevered. She 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 was courageous. She she was all of those things, and she got what she needed. And it looks like that's what it takes to be successful. <laughs> Not just on this job, but really in life. In life, period. You know. So I my my question to you, Sydney, is what advice would you give uh, a young person that's watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast? What advice would you give them uh about uh, your profession as a news reporter, you know, you're six months in, of course, feet still wet, however, but I think you've learned some things and I'm sure you have some advice to share. Be brave, be brave. If it terrifies you, chances are you should do it. You know what I mean? Like jump, just jump into it, do it terrified. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that the things in life, I know this sounds really cliche, but the things in life worth having are really, you know, worth like fighting for really worth like trying for, even if it's the scariest thing you'll ever do in your life. I mean, it's, it's worth it. Walking up to Carolyn Clifford, a woman that's been on TV for years that didn't know me from a can of paint. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was one of the most terrifying things I'd ever done. I was shaking talking to her. You know what I mean? It's just I had, going out, trying to talk to the governor one of the scariest things I've ever done. You know what I mean? But it got those, those scary decisions got me to where I wanted to be most in life. It's, it's necessary. It's necessary for your growth. It's necessary for your success. It's necessary for character building. You know what I mean? It's just necessary. You have to do things that kind of challenge you because they're going to help you at the end of the day. If you're not being challenged, I mean, what are you doing? Maybe are you, you just kind of, you just, you just in the standstill. You know what I mean? Challenges bring new levels, new success, and it brings new things out of you. It shows you who you really are. You know what I mean? It's just be brave, be believe in yourself. I know that it can be hard. I did not get the first news job I applied for. I had been applying for jobs for, I don't know how long I graduated May, 2019. And I didn't get this job with, tw with 21 news until 2020 like a year and, and a few months later, you know, and, and I had been applying for jobs during that time. So it, it takes time. You got to be patient with yourself. Don't give up on yourself and believe in yourself. I don't care how many no's you get. All you need is one. Yes. My mama tells me that all the time. Miss Arnita Canty tells me all the time. It does not matter how many no's you get. You only need one. Yes. Believe it and believe in you. You can do that. If you really believe you can do it, you can you can't. And then just pray, pray about things and ask God to order your steps. Cause he will. A lot of those jobs at other stations that I applied for, I was not supposed to have those jobs. That's one of the reasons I didn't get it. One of them is because, you know, I needed to step my game up a little bit. And that's why Carolyn helped me out. But another reason is I wasn't supposed to be there. You know what I mean? So you have to be patient. 
Trust your process, trust your path and trust in the Lord, your God, because he will lead and guide you to the right place. He will lead and guide you to exactly where you're supposed to be. I, I was not supposed to be at channel seven and WXYZ because if I had been speeding and got my finger bent and, and, and broke a tripod and, 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 you know, I had a big problem with the story, I probably would have been fired. You know what I mean? At this station that I am, I'm allowed to make more mistakes than usual. You know what I mean? Because this is where I'm supposed to be. God put me exactly where I was supposed to be. Trust him, pray to him, believe in him. And even when it doesn't look like it's working out, your job as the believer, all, all you have to do is believe. That's your job as a believer. It's just believe that it's going to happen. Have the faith that it's going to happen and put the work in behind it because the word does say that faith without works is dead. So you got to put the work in behind it, but just believe, you know what I mean? After you have done all that you can, believe your time will come. I know there are journalists out there, especially when we were trying to get jobs at the pandemic and it was hard. I know you're out there wondering when your time is going to come, if this is even still for you, why you feel like maybe you're not good enough because stations are not accepting you. That's not the case. You just have not found the station that you were supposed to be at. That's all. And, and my mentor, Kelly Clifford always told me, she always told me if for any reason, for any reason you don't get a job, it's because it was not for you specifically. It's because it was not for you. And, and, and it's their loss. That's what she said. Okay. So believe in yourself, have patience and, and just trust in your process and trust in God and work hard. And you will, you will get there. I promise you will. Wow. What a tremendous, tremendous answer. And we've been so blessed to have this talented and brilliant young lady news reporter for 21 news from Youngstown, Ohio with us on tonight. I know you have those that have tuned in have been blessed by this young lady's insight and her experiences as a news reporter with 21 news. We're so happy to have had you on the show with us. Congratulations to you and all of your success. Uh, we hope to have you back uh, to talk more about your job and your profession. Uh, may God continue to bless you and all that you do. We know for you, the best is yet to come. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you, Pastor Mike. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to share my story and to encourage somebody and make somebody else laugh. So thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root. I am to America a very strange fruit. Born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles. I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history. And it's a mystery how they miss me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be free for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves' tears because fear and anger run deep and get passed down through generations like heirlooms. And in the heirlooms, the stench of discrimination as this nation falls deeper into complacency, denying black beauty and black pride. Black lives really do matter. 
here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you... Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Hey, what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy, Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Tonight's thought of the week comes from one of the most powerful, prolific, and poignant poets of our time and one of the greatest kings of our time, King Solomon. He writes in Proverbs, the 31st chapter, about the virtuous woman. Take a listen. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considered a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planted the vineyard. She girded her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. She perceived that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. 
She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry, her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates, when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman that feared the Lord shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. a powerful powerful description of what Solomon refers to as a virtuous woman I hope you guys enjoy tonight's thought of the week and consider yourselves blessed if you have such a woman in your company Guys, I want to give a special, special shout out to my good friend, Sidney Candy, 21 News reporter, for being with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight. I really appreciate her taking the time out to spend it with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I hope you enjoyed her interview and, of course, her insights into her new job and some of her funny stories as well. She has a great personality, a lot of energy. And again, we thank her for being with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. We're going to be going live at 9.30 on tonight. Remember to join us. We can't wait to get on there and talk a little bit about the show, our interview, as well as a few of the week's hot topics. So I look forward to seeing you in just a little bit. Uh, also, uh, we want you to check out our YouTube channel, Thinking Out Loud TV. We are posting more videos on there. Do us a favor, guys, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be posting clips as we have been doing uh, exclusive clips from our interviews with our guests on the Thinking Out Loud radio show as well as uh, some of our clips from our lives that we're doing on Instagram. So if you want to be featured in any of those clips, you've got to follow us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Instagram because we want to be sharing those clips on our Thinking Out Loud TV channel on YouTube. Help us out, guys. Subscribe to the channel. We're about 500 110 uh, subscribers now. Uh, we want to get to a thousand before the end of the year. So help us out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Thinking Out Loud TV. 
as well as subscribe to the podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. We thank you guys for tuning in again on tonight. We truly appreciate it. Remember to tune in next week. We're going to have another great show in store for you. So always remember as we get out of here, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to